Hey, it's Valentine's Day week for a lot of our listeners out there, those who are listening to us via the airwaves of WBT Radio on a Saturday morning. Um, it definitely is coming up, and it's worth us talking about in the outdoor world, getting a little bit romantic or how to enjoy the outdoors with those that we love. If you're not listening to the Carolina Outdoors via the airwaves of WBT and you're listening to podcasts, these things will be something that you can utilize no matter the season. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. Your host for this ride on this side, Bill Barty. And on this side, Christopher Lawing. And Christopher, we have so many different people coming in to Jesse Brown's, and they're looking for something to do. And sometimes it's to get away and be by themselves and have time to recollect and, uh, and you, you know, look inward, if you will. People use the outdoors for that all of the time. Self-healing, uh, escape, whatever the words that go with that. For other times, it's a group of friends, buddies who are getting together, having fun. We've had people going on bachelor parties or bachelorette parties that are doing different adventures with their friends, a celebration of sort, a class reunion, just people who are like-minded to enjoy the outdoors. But then there's a third category, and there could be more, but to focus in on doing things outside with those that we love, that we love romantically even a date it could be a hike it could be a camping trip it could be a backpacking journey it could be a fly fishing trip but valentine's day brings many of those topics to top of mind and gives us on the carolina outdoors a chance to talk about outfitting for those adventures over at jesse browns and jessebrowns.com but also to plant the seeds of idea for those who are looking for a little bit of that with the person that they love this time of year. So one good thing about the Carolinas, from the east to the Piedmont to the west, both Carolinas have a, a great geography of, of places to enjoy, you know, a, a sunset at the beach or a sunrise in the mountains and, and a, a good flat hike in between in the Piedmont. Uh, that's what we're going to talk a little bit about on this segment of the Carolina Outdoors. And Christopher, I don't know if you want to go first about planting some of those seeds where people can go and enjoy some of what we have here in the Carolinas during Valentine's Day. Well, sure, Bill. Have you ever been up to the land of the sky, Asheville, North Carolina? Oh, yeah, I do know. I do know Asheville. That's a beautiful little spot, isn't it? But, you know, they have their historic downtown. They have the sprawling estate next to it, the famous Biltmore estate of the Vanderbilt family. Oh, yeah. Um, There's a ton of hiking trails and parks and ways to get outside in that area. Um, it's just a beautiful space, and there's stuff to do year-round. Um, whether it is go to Biltmore and do one of their, you know, stay at their historic inns and have a nice dinner, or maybe it's going to the brand-new uh, Bohemian Hotel. I can't remember what's it called. The Grand Bohemian Hotel that's in downtown Asheville. That's a beautiful hotel and rave reviews, good food, good times. Um, But if you just want to walk around and explore and see the sights, there's a lot to do up there. Well, Nashville's grown up a whole lot, too. So they have one of the uh, best independent restaurant scenes. So if you want to do that as well, 
uh, or brew scenes too. Asheville is a great escape. Oh, yeah. And another thing that I'll tell you about that I love to do when I get up that way is to go to the French Broad Chocolate Lounge. That is a (laughs) great spot. Get some chocolate. Now, you may have to delve into this because what's triggering all of this is Valentine's Day. And what goes together with Valentine's Day better than flowers and chocolates? That's right. That's right. You know, I'm sure there's some statistic out there that shows how much chocolate is is sold during the year. And I bet holidays are right up there with Valentine's Day. But um, if you go into downtown Asheville, uh, near where the old Vance Circle and Monument used to be, there's the French Broad Chocolate Lounge. And they have anything under the sun chocolatey that you could ever seek to want to order. They have... Um, desserts like eclairs and truffles. They have candies that they have made. They have hot chocolate. They have candied, you know, whatever that has cocoa in them. It's anything and everything. Drinks, food, candy, desserts, chocolate related. It's a chocolatier's heaven. <laughs> I love it. Okay, I've heard, I've written this down. We'll have to put it in the liner notes of the Carolina Outdoors, too. You can find those over at jessebrowns.com. Uh, just hit highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, and the write-up will be popping up right there beside it. Um, I'm going to mention a place where there are plenty of waterfalls, and this is an area that I was not too far away from a couple of weeks ago. We talked about it here on the Carolina Outdoors the Brevard area, or, or more uh, close to Roswell, North Carolina, I had the opportunity to go up and do a little fishing on the East Fork of the French Broad River. It's a it's a great delayed harvest trout stream. If you're heading up there, um, and, and we're going to talk about this, it's a great place where fish are stocked. You can't keep the fish, at least not October through May. You have to let them go. So I was releasing the fish that that I caught, but you park right there beside the stream and jump right in, and you're fishing. Again, that's the East Fork of the French Broad River in Roswell, Rosman, sorry, Rosman, North Carolina, outside of Brevard. Because what I want to talk about are waterfalls. We're going to come back to fishing, but a place where you can't take your automobile in uh, you have to uh, walk in, and they have beautiful waterfalls, DuPont State Forest. Um, and I wanted to name a few of the, the falls that you will see there. Of course, it's a 10,000-acre uh, uh, state forest uh, with plenty to see, a part of the old DuPont corporate land that has been uh, saved into a state recreational forest. They have Easy enough hiking trails so you can enjoy a three-mile round-trip hike to three waterfalls. And I'm going to name those falls because if you are with someone on Valentine's, Valentine's Week, and again, that's what's triggering this conversation, but do not feel limited. If the weather's bad on Valentine's Day or you have to work or can't get away to Brevard or to this area, then you can delay it. it. It does not have to be. Uh, a romantic hike, but it ends up being one because I said waterfalls. The Hooker, the Triple, and High Falls are all within DuPont State Recreational Forest. Again, I mentioned that 10,000 acres. The forest is open from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. Let me talk a little bit about the High Falls. It's a 
and 50-foot waterfall in the middle of the nature sanctuary called DuPont. It's one of the most impressive North Carolina waterfalls, and it's about a one and a half, uh, one, a little over one mile round trip hike to see from where you're parking. You can walk or bike to other waterfalls from the high falls. One of them would be the three mile waterfall hike. It is so named because it's three miles, um, a moderate hike, and it's one of the most popular, the three mile waterfall hike. It will also take you to Hooker Triple and the previously mentioned high falls. That's a place where you can go take a picnic and enjoy, but be forewarned because on Saturdays, on weekends, that's where a lot of the people will be congregated. So uh, DuPont State Recreational Forest does get visitors, especially on the weekends. And one of those falls that you may have just mentioned, Bill, is very Valentine's Day themed. Its name is the Bridal Veil Falls, and so that's a very love-themed attraction, a beautiful fall. Um, Another place that I'll mention that's up in the North Carolina mountains that has a nice um, love story theme to it is the Blowing Rock. Have you ever been to Blowing Rock, North Carolina? Uh, You know what I have, (laughs) but for for benefit, the voice you hear there, Christopher Lyon, I'm Bill Barty. This is the Carolina Outdoors. You're about, I think, to hear the story of the Blowing Rock um, and, and the, the lore and legend that involves why the why the wind comes up there at Blowing Rock and how it was named. Christopher, do tell our Carolina Outdoor listeners how this happened. Well, what's, what's pretty cool about this place, and not only because since around 1933, uh, the Blowing Rock has been proclaimed North Carolina's oldest travel destination and attraction, but the legend has it that um, two individuals, one from the Cherokee tribe and one from the Catawba tribe, way back long ago, um, were walking along that craggy ridge where the Blowing Rock is held, and the um, the the man, the gentleman, the warrior went on to duty. He, he said, I need to go back to my tribe. I need to go um, go go back to my call of, of duty. And so he leapt off of the Blowing Rock to return to his tribe. And the grief-stricken maiden prayed to the Great Spirit um, to bring him back. And the sky was a reddening sky, and a gust of wind blew her lover bl- back onto the rock and into her arms. And as legend has it, from that day forward, a perpetual wind has blown up onto the rock from the valley below. It offers a beautiful surround vista of the valley floor and the mountains around. Um, So it's a very heartwarming and um, good ending love story about two, two lovers long ago. And of course, that is Blowing Rock, North Carolina. What is the, that, uh, the town that that uh, is named for, and that is one of the nearest uh, mountain towns to Charlotte. So if you're in the Charlotte area, it's a pretty quick and easy ride up 321 to Blowing Rock. And there's so much to do in that town as well. There's um, great little restaurants. I know there's a number of art galleries. Uh, So it's a very quaint, fun 
nice little laid out town to just walk around and explore, even if you don't have anything on your agenda to do. It's Valentine's week. We're talking about Valentine's places to go here on the Carolina Outdoors with Bill Barty and Christopher Line. And Christopher, speaking of, yeah, I mentioned, uh, you mentioned Bridal Veil Falls in DuPont State Forest. Uh, that's the, a 4.4-mile round-trip hike, a beautiful 120-foot waterfall. They do have wedding parties and ceremonies at the Blowing Rock. So you can do an, ex- uh, um, uh, uh, an intimate bridal luncheon for 25 people or a larger uh, ceremony and reception for over 50 people. And that is all at the Blowing Rock. Um, So it can get romantic quickly, not just from the lore and legend of that story that you that you told, but also in current times as well. Let's let's plan a wedding. That sounds fun. (laughs) Who's up? (laughs) Uh, uh, Everybody's waving off (laughs) here in Studio D right now. We're all waving off, but we do hope that you will take on uh, uh, some kind of. activity outdoor activity with the one you love for valentine's day or beyond one of the most popular that we have going on at jesse brown's we outfit for any of these mountain excursions coastal excursions or excursions in between in regards to outfitting but we also have um, a great lead guide and instructor with other uh, guides and instructors under him dave bergman who is teaching people the sport of fly fishing. And that is a sport that you can take um, to learn foundationally how to do it, what to do, and where to do it. But then after you garner that introduction through the streamside tutorial that Dave offers and we offer at Jesse Brown's, a wading trip, uh, then you can take the sport wherever you want to take it. And let me let you know that uh, trout for sure don't live in ugly places. They are all in beautiful places. So whether you're taking them to the Blowing Rock area or the Asheville area or the Rosmond or Brevard area, all of those places have trout streams in them or nearby them. And you can um, enjoy your time with each other while you are learning nature, enjoying the water, the babbling brooks, the waterfalls, and then you are working with your loved one at catching fish, releasing the fish, and trying to catch another one. And that's been a big deal for us at Jesse Brown's, especially as we slowly move closer to spring, people will be doing more and more of those outdoor activities like fly fishing, learning fly fishing together. And it's much easier to do it with your instructor than it is for you to teach each other because if you're teaching each other the sport, you may not love each other at the end. And you might learn bad habits. <laughs> and we don't like bad habits. We want you fishing right. We, we like a few bad habits, though, don't we? Oh. <laughs> Just a few. He's Christopher Line. I'm Bill Barty. We're going to find out a little bit about fishing at the coast with a fly rod or without after we take a quick break here. We'll be back after this on the Carolina Outdoors. <laughs> 